Sunday poor, we are back. Wednesday night. Uh, there is no easy way to put this. Uh, this is going to be a eulogy. This is probably the last time we're going to talk about the Yankees uh, at length. Uh, until maybe the off season because the season is over. It's been over, but now it's. I think you could finally. The steak has been put into the vampire. You know, the garlic has been entered into the werewolf. Is that what werewolves garlic? I don't know. Uh, but it's over. Time of death. August sixteenth, nine forty-six p.m. That's it. Atlanta, Fun. Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I, I'm going to start. I, you're not going to believe where I'm going to start with this. Uh, this is not an optimist view by any stretch of the imagination, but I will point out the last time that they were 60 and 61, they finished the season 19 and four. It was a shortened season. They finished the season 19 and four and got the last, the only wild card spot available in that season. Okay. So they made the playoffs the last time they were 60 and 61. Uh, my retort to that would be Billy McKinney was not the five hitter on that team. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Billy McKinney had nothing to do with that team. Uh, let's see. The the game they won to go to 16-61. Let's see. Let's do their box score real quick. What what got the ball rolling? They beat the Mariners. Big team. There are there was one and a half Hall of Famers on this team. Uh lineup Yankees in, or Mariners. The the Yankees had one one real one and the Mariners had two Hall of Famers. Griffey and Edgar. Yeah. Um Yankees had Boggs, Bernie, O'Neill, Ruben Sierra. I mean, that's already more potent than anything the Yankees put out this season. That's the 27 uh, Yankees, basically. Basically, yeah. Right, although, what we're used to. although the five-hitter was Deion James. Who Alex, may as well be Tony Lazari compared to Billy yeah, McKinney. Deion James was batting 327 that part of the season. Uh, <laughs> Mattingly, Mike Stanley, Tony Fernandez, Randy Velarde. Oh, wow. Mattingly would drop to six. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who, who's pitching? Might have been oh, Tim Belcher was pitching. I don't know. Is he a lefty? He's against not Scott Kamenicki. It was Tim Belcher versus. Oh, I messed everything up. Tim Belcher versus uh, Jack McDowell. Okay. All right. A little bit of foreshadowing and ja- in the kingdom. And, and Jack McDowell threw nine, threw a threw a, a six hitter, three runs, nine innings. It was. I think this was in Yankee Stadium. This is in Yankee Stadium, yeah. All right. And Blackjack, who uh, much maligned. That was post-middle finger, I would say. It has to be, right? That's crazy. This flip. What would happen now if you gave a finger to – did he even get suspended for that? Probably, uh, who knows? You'd probably go to council if you get the car the finger. Sensitivity training, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that lineup, just reading that lineup doesn't give you any kind of confidence on this current lineup. No, none, none. <laughs> and I watched basically every pitch tonight. I watched so much of that Brave series, uh, uh, most most of which I was on my phone for. It was a lot of phone uh, time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, – it's over. You mean it like – what do you mean? What do you mean when you on your phone, you mean like doing Twitter as you're watching – the game whatever any any sort of anything, time waster anything besides watching the game <laughs> the, the time waster may be the screen the television screen in that in that uh that's sense. true that's a good point yeah that's a very good point unless you're watching the braves and you want to see a, a baseball a real baseball team do things yeah uh, that's i mean they had the cover off the wall even in they won two nothing tonight and it felt like it was 14 nothing it was because, a blow. I thought I can't was going to come in. It was just, it was, <laughs> it felt like it was a landslide. Yeah. I mean, at team, they, they, the Severino night, they kicked his ass. The night before, they were just like, they batted around on Clark Schmidt. Like it was, that team is stacked. The team is loaded and ready to go. They, yeah. I don't want to pick on Clark Schmidt too. I don't want to pick on Clark Schmidt too much because he's been probably our second best starter. Yeah. But, um, that was an example of why Clark Schmidt isn't to be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. You, you're playing a legit team, and you you basically genuflect at their throne uh, for three games. And Clark Schmidt was one of them. Clark Schmidt came in like the good story. Like you said a, a good story of this team over the past couple of months. One of the only good stories of this team over the past couple of months. And I mean, he just got. And oh, it was a big thing like his homecoming too, and they t- they touted that like oh, Clark Schmidt comes home, and he got his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's bit yeah, it was ugly. It was uh, it, it was ugly on Sunday. Uh, with the, Sunday was bad. They yeah. had a chance to win the series. They're up seven to two, and they blow it. They blow the series. They blow the game. Blow the series, and then you know all the talk about oh, we got this rebound and. We got, we got to play a good Braves team. We just got to show up, and they did not show up. Yeah, I mean, I made the decision basically on Monday night that we had, we had to record tonight because it was – now it's baseball. You know, John Sterling will always remind you, unpredictable, this and that. But this was one of the most obvious sweeps before it even happened. This was like one of the – I've seen a lot of Yankees twin series over the years when we just beat the shit out of the twins. Yeah. Or beat the shit out of like a bad team coming into Yankee Stadium where you just know we're going to whoop them. Yep. This was like one of the most obvious sweeps I could ever remember. Like I knew we weren't winning a game. Yeah. I mean, I never would have guessed tonight's game would be as close as it was. <laughs> Especially after getting one hit last night. But, I mean, yeah, going into game two with Severino on the mound – there's it's just no no confidence at all. No. We did get four hits tonight. Last night we got one. Four singles, a couple of walks, yeah. Not bad. <laughs> four singles. <laughs> it's a big ballpark. <laughs> that it is. That it is. We can't keep the Braves inside of it, but we kept ourselves in it pretty no. Uh all right. So that, is I there think- any is there any chance? Any chance? That like they use the off day to fire Boone. I keep thinking it like 
my baseball gut says yes, but my Yankee He's so dead, dude. He's so dead. My, in that my, my Yankee gut just says they're not why would they? No why well, okay, I have a uh, I don't want to call it a conspiracy, but just a thought. Okay. So you have old timers day coming up in September, right? Stu- stupid by the way to do in September, but yeah. It up. makes no sense. It's that's a summer holiday. Yeah. It's like putting I mean, Memorial Day in fucking October. This is just because they think about everything like a fucking business and they know that they have trouble drawing football Sunday. It's a Sunday, I'm guessing, not a Saturday. No, right? it's a Saturday. Oh, it is a Saturday. Well, then I don't know why they did it. <laughs> then they're well, just fucking I, stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't understand the reasoning either. Maybe because they knew they're gonna be out of the race and they needed a reason for people to come to the ballpark. Yeah, September att- attendance is probably down in general. Kids are back to school. Yeah. Uh, football, weather or not, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't make sense why they're doing. And they haven't done it in a few years. I feel like. Yeah, COVID and. COVID and yeah, I think maybe being cheap. I, I, well, my theory was cheap because you have to fly the guys in and then they do like mm. a dinner for them and stuff. So. Mm. Lost O'Neal, some money there o- in COVID. And O'Neill didn't have the shot, so he couldn't be there. Right, I think they had the guys like running in from the dugout. I think that was a ba- major league baseball thing, though, where like guys couldn't be in the dugout if you weren't a part of the team. Right, right, right. It was a COVID. All right. All right. Yeah. Um. So with old timers day coming up, I looked at the list because you know they're honoring the '98 team and Jeter's coming back yeah. for the first time. Mm-hmm. Boone is on that list, and I don't, <laughs> I don't like, I don't see how you could introduce that guy. An old timers day because he's gonna get massacred. Yeah, unless they yeah. go like the Boo Earns route, and you know, <laughs> maybe he'll make a joke and say like the, you know his last name, play on the old Boone last name. But like, I don't see how you could introduce that guy. It'll it's almost gonna like take away from old timers day because he's gonna get crushed by the fans. Why is he there? I don't understand why he's there. Well, he always. I mean, they like when Girardi was manager, they they would introduce him. Oh, I thought I thought all right, look, he's mentioned the '98 team. I was confused why he was on the. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, he's he's on the list for yeah, right. old timers. Yeah, Girardi did that too. Girardi would come out on old timers day. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. If you're the manager, you should be the manager. manager. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they, the manager should be doing that. I, I don't have a problem with it. Get ready for the he, game. Get back in the clubhouse. <laughs> they don't do anything anyways. Uh, I mean, this guy definitely doesn't do anything. The uh, yeah, no, they can't have him come out. He would get slaughtered. The only thing that would save him if his Hal is there and he comes out. <laughs> Hal could be his bulletproof vest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cashman yeah, that... was the GM in 98. He should be there. <laughs> I mean, Honoring the 98 team, he I mean, was the he, GM. Talk about riding the coattails of the guys before him. I mean, he did it for years. He like he I mean, the well, the only thing I would say that he really did, and I mean, I not I don't have like the full list of his transactions in front of me, was the David Justice trade. Yeah, I was just about to say David Justice. That was pretty big. That was probably the best thing he he's done for a team that mattered. You tell me all the fucking middle relievers he's brought in, all the bargain pitchers he's found. You know, oh, oh you got Aaron Small, you got Aaron Small for a year. Great job, pat on the back. 
He had Clay Holmes for a season and a half where he wasn't embarrassing. Great. I don't really fucking care. Can we get guys we can trust and rely on, like in this lineup, <laughs> playing third base and catching and left field, but and pitching every day? Like, please. Yes. Can we not go to a, a you know trade deadline? Not you know having to rebuild our entire team. Yeah. Can we build a team in the off season like a normal fucking general manager? Please. Not not get to the trade deadline and be looking for a catcher, third baseman, relief pitching, starting pitching, left fielder. It's like. The fuck? That's that's an entire roster. It's not something you trade for. <laughs> yeah, bring in a reinforcement. That's what I mean. They're not a serious team. If you had to bring, bring in reinforcements, that's one thing. But if you had to build at the trade deadline, oh man, terrible. Uh, just terrible, embarrassing. Uh yeah. So wait, you think they're keeping Boone around? So he doesn't. So no, I'm saying like, there there's a chance they could. Can him to spare him the embarrassment of old timers day getting that intro? I don't actually believe that. I, I think he's this is the first time where I do think he could get fired in the offseason. I don't think they will fire him like tomorrow or, or you know, with 40 games left, whatever was left. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking it is a thought like spare him the embarrassment of just getting murdered by the fans. Yeah, or, just, what, they, or maybe they just won't introduce them. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, they get, if they if they brought him out there on Old Timers Day, if they this continues this like this lackadaisical, just going through the motions bullshit that they're doing now, they they can't possibly put him out there. If they go on a run, they're nineteen and four, then they you know, and they're making a push, and maybe, but that's not going to happen. They can't do it. They don't have the horses for that. No, and it's just, it's. I mean, that's a that's a that's a gigantic long shot. But you can't, you, you know, that would show just how short sighted and how just blind they are. Yeah, set them out. The fans love them. Yeah. They remember the, the home run in 03. Uh, just to show uh, that highlight. <laughs> just show that highlight. And then show them going like two for 30 in the World Series or whatever you did. Yeah, you left the base load in a big spot in extra innings. That was tough. <laughs> in, in Florida, right? In Florida, in yeah. Miami, South yep. Beach. Yep. Uh, should have left him there then. Actually, no. Anyone, we should. It's his fault. We got a rod. So. Yeah. Has anyone fucking seen or heard from Carlos Rodon? The last <laughs> I heard from the last I heard from this asshole was uh, it's not it's just precautionary. Take me out. I'm not gonna worry about it. I I knew right then. I don't know if we were recording that night. If I was on record or what. I I mean I texted you. I was like, he's going on the IL. I was like. Like there's just certain things that's friend you just know. Like they're getting yeah. swept in Atlanta. Carlos Rodon says he's fine. He's going on the IL tomorrow. Like who's automatic? Yeah. And I'd be surprised if he pitched again this season. I mean, he was. I heard in the aftermath he was pissed that he was on the IL because he didn't think he was going to go on. They're saving him for big, saving him for the big games down the yeah. road. No, no yeah. reason to rush back. Yeah, and we go nine against the Mariners. You want to get really mad? Have you I mean, seen? I'm not sure I can get you, any. Did you more. see this guy who was in the minor league system, Ben Ruda? Oh yeah, crushing the team. Yeah, crushing the franchise. This hitter versus pitcher game. I don't know the game. I just saw he was being like. I just heard, I heard he was just crushing. So, 
I'm paraphrasing. It the article's on Clutch Points if you bring it up. I think that's a that's a site. Clutch points. Uh and I'm paraphrasing. If you get the article up, he is basically saying I like the fundamentals aren't taught. Oh, and, and and he was in the minor league system for a while. He's like sounds like a career minor leaguer. Like he says he was there back in like from 2016 to 2018, where he said it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And, and then uh, he was also there during like COVID 19, 20, 21, where he says that's when the change really happened. And like, I don't know, Dylan Lawson brought in a bunch of guys and like, that's who the coaching staff is. Oh, geez. so yeah, here's what you need to know. Ruta said in 2020, before COVID hit spring training, we played a game called pitchers versus hitters. That's it. The only way to score a point, which there's no points in baseball. It's not. I mean, that's really you're showing your ass right there. Was to walk, <laughs> was to walk or hit a ball 95 mi- miles an hour plus. There's no baseball being taught there anymore. No base running, moving runners, fundamentals, etc. The Yankees' reliance on analytics has been a point of contention for the team's fan. Oh, this is just the article. R- Ruta took the discussion to X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. To say he wasn't against the use of analytics. Oh, I don't know who this guy is. So I don't really care what he says about that. Ben Ruda. So yeah. basically saying, and I don't understand the game, pitcher versus hitter. Like, hitter, is the hitter, like the hitter is up and the pitcher's pitching. So that's just baseball. <laughs> I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't understand yeah. the name of the game. Yeah, pitchers versus hitters, which is, yeah, exactly. It's. Again, they want to think that they invented baseball. They want they're trying new names for it. Pitcher versus this is not baseball. This is pitcher versus hitter. The bases you just tip on them once in a while. When you put when you put the TV on, it's just pitcher versus hitter. Let's call it that. Yeah, <laughs> go back back to that back to bed. Come on, go <laughs> get out of here. Go go back to bed. Playing pitcher versus hitter. Yeah, go go <laughs> get out of here. Good night. Night. Yeah, in the middle of something here. Don't you see the red? Uh, don't you see the red sign that says recording or live and on air? I was not there, but it's bigger. Get up there, go. Um, who's who keeps track of like of exit velo? How is that measured? Like in a, it's probably just a gun, right? Just like the, it's probably just the. So if you hit like a fly ball, like uh, you know, skyscraper, mm-hmm. just gets over the wall, but it was only hit like ninety three point seven miles an hour. You you lose, you're out. Yeah, that's the rules. That's the Dylan Lawson way. Oh, we do. Oh, we do assume that's his game. Is that right? I, I they mentioned him in the article, right? Yeah. And then the other article I read, I keep. I mean, and it's. This is what happens. It's like when you run for president and then like all of a sudden all your shit comes out. Yeah. Yeah. When like as soon as like the Yankees are collapsing, they're you know, they're falling flat on their face, and now all this stuff's coming out, which is predictable. Yeah. But like it comes out that uh you know, obviously Steve Swindell uh our you know should have been savior. He has a DUI and he like cheats on Jennifer Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. He gets banned. Right, he gets. I don't even know. He's probably running a successful business some somewhere, you know. But his fucking dumb fucking son 
and his and I'm quoting the article BFF are like <laughs> running running player development. I think that was Bill Madden's article. Was in the was he the Post or Daily News? I don't even know. The Daily News, um, yeah. Steve Swindell Jr. is like he has a job in player development. Why would they keep him and not that? Well, because the dad, the, the son is a Hal's nephew. Oh, that's he didn't okay. get it. Yeah, I get, I get you. Right, he's the daughter of the, he's the son of the daughter. Yeah, right, right, George's right. grandson. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Why is the BFF there? Steve Swindell Jr. and his best friend get to basically yeah. run player development. Apparently, it's like all like. I mean, you just read the article. I mean, it's all like nerds down there, dude. Like no oh, baseball man. sense. And, you know, I, I think this may have started a little bit when George passed and Hal took over because there was weird, you know, George liked uh, George liked like palling around with the players. Like he loved like being one of the guys. Yeah. And you saw like Goose Gossage is estranged from the team now. I forget exactly why, but yeah, well, he's got a big mouth anyway, so I'm not, that's not surprising, right? But like Reggie went and like took a job with the Astros. Yeah, Reggie was like Reggie was only with the Yankees five years, but then like he was Mister Yankee forever. Yeah, always like, shaking hands, like, always at Old Timers Day, always, always yeah. at games. One of the last guys, I think, when Hal took over and like when George left, like, it was almost like Hal didn't respect the old arrangements. Yeah. I, just, and I, I don't know. I'm speculating, but like something, there's some sort of disconnect. Cause, and you know, like, it's, you know, it's, you know, the current guys, like the Jeters are beside, they hate Cashman. So, like, there's a little bit of strain there with, with those guys. I think, yeah, I think it's a Cashman thing more than a Hal. Like, Hal just kind of, I mean, he just, he's a ghost. The guy just, I think he just, he hides and lets Cashman run things. And Cashman's a big, is a gigantic dick with a fucking huge <laughs> ego. And yeah. and it's enough to keep these guys away, these legends away. That I mean, you're right. That's a, a red flag. The fact that Pettit went back there, I mean, that's I don't know what that means or what that's a start of, but that's like the first guy in forever that's made their way. Like, does Gidry still go to spring training? Because he used to always go. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. There's definitely a little bit of disconnect with like the ex-Yankees and the current regime. I think it's a Cashman thing. I mean, Hal definitely is because he's not George and it just has no interest at all. But I, 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 for my money, like Cashman's like the boss. Like in his eyes, he's the new boss. Oh yeah, there's a uh, who I think that it may have been the same article, Madden or maybe Clappish, Bill Clapp, Bob, Bob Clappish. Clappish. Yeah, yeah. I think he said uh, he alluded in an article saying that like. Hal is shy and doesn't like the spotlight and has basically given the keys to Cashman. And that does, does I think the article said that he doesn't have the stomach to get rid of Cashman. Right. Cause he, he, he doesn't know it's that guy. It's like, I mean, it's like, it's like the opposite of uh succession where they wanted to get rid of all those guys. And, and this guy, Hal, like this is his security blanket. He, he doesn't yeah. want to fire the guy that his dad brought in because, Oh, that's what dad did. That, that would have brought him. That would have kept him. Yeah. Whatever. Like it's dad's guy. You can't get rid of dad's guy. It's like he got to cut. But he has no. He doesn't know what he's gonna do if he fires him. He's, he doesn't have any clue who to bring in for him. This guy fell into running the Yankees. Didn't even want it. Unbelievable. Didn't even want it. 
he's just like, all right. But he's nothing else going on. He does nothing else. He does nothing else. I mean, except he puts some money into whatever soccer team. Is it Manchester? Doesn't even matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to the Yankees? No, it doesn't. <laughs> he's got some hotels that nobody's ever heard of. He's a loser. He's a rich kid. That's it. He is a rich. Yeah, he's just a rich kid. That's it. Yeah. He's just yep. born on born on third base. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and no and and no desire to give up any bit of that that he fell into. That's why everything is run like a business now. That's why everything is about saving money and not going over luxury tax. Like it's for the cashman is no excuse. Like not going not going over the luxury tax is not an excuse to not put a more competitive team out there. Plenty of teams stay under the luxury tax and are competitive, more competitive than the Yanks. Right. So, I mean, he, he, got, he has plenty of money to do something with. He just spends it on the wrong shit. Like, where's Josh Donaldson? Where's Aaron Hicks for paying forever now? You know, there's plenty. I could go down the list again and again and again. But, I mean, that's just, he doesn't, he didn't never he has never spent it the right way. So, you know, I can complain about not going over the luxury tax, but you don't need to to put together a championship quality team. Now, no, we can complain the- because we can, we can complain because Hal doesn't do it when he has the opportunity to do it, to take a step in that direction um, to, like, help the team, go that extra mile to help the team, but he doesn't do it. So we can complain about that for him being cheap, but, I mean, it's no excuse for Cashman. No, Cashman's the biggest issue, which yeah. and and that's a, that's the problem is, you know they've they've trimmed some of the fat, you know, Hicks and Gallo and you know obviously Donaldson has probably played his last game. Um, Donaldson did him a favor, yeah, yeah. But the the problem is, you know, you want the like, same thing with Boone. Like we want to get rid of Boone. But it's like it's not just like one quick fix. Like we got rid of Gallo, we got rid of Hicks. Um, you know, if Boone goes, like the the common denominator is still going to be Cashman. Yeah, and anybody you bring in is just going to be another yes man for Cashman. Like it's just be another guy that that plays his game basically. I mean, yeah. He doesn't want anybody who's going to give him problems. That's why I got rid of Girardi. Yeah, he doesn't want. want. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't want like a baseball type of guy in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this is the first time where I think it wouldn't shock me if they brought Boone back. But I mean, it, it feels like it feels like that's it. Yeah. It'd be cra- It'd be crazy to bring him back. And with that said, I'm bracing myself. Yeah, Cashman's ego won't allow him to fire him. I don't think. He just he he. That's his guy, and he has no he has no reason to fire him because, again, he's doing his bidding. I don't know. He's a puppet in some way. I mean, you know, maybe his hand isn't exactly all the way up his ass making the mouth move, but yeah. he, he 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 does his bidding. He's a corp, he's a corporate yes man for Cashman. And, and you Cashman, think he lo- he loses his kind of like his bulletproof vest if he gets rid of Boone? I think I think just his ego won't allow him to do it because he's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win with this guy. I handpicked this guy, and we're going to win. I don't like bulletproof vest. Like who's going to like who's going to hold him accountable? We just said how's 
the ghost. Right, that's what I'm, no, I'm saying bulletproof vest from like the fans because the fans, as much as they hate Cashman, I feel like it's neck and neck with Boone. Yeah. Even maybe more. And Boone is like the frontman because you see him every night. So yeah. he's the guy you get the most mad at because you just see him. You don't see yeah. Cashman. So I think once like he gets rid of Boone and brings in a new guy and it's like the same bullshit, that's when in his mind, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to be on to me. They're going to realize that I'm a fraud. What? You know, I, the I clock's going to start ticking on me. I think this trade deadline was the first chick in the armor there. I think people kind of saw him as a fraud there. Um, But I don't, yeah, I just, it's, yeah, so you're saying that Boone is like the pain sponge. He's the Tom Wobb scams. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, he's front and center. Yeah, and that would make Cashman, what's his face? Uh, uh, The fucking Swede. Swede. Yeah, the Swede. I forget his name. Madsen. Yeah. That's basically what it is. So, all right, I got I got to take an early ten here. I'll come right okay. back. All right, give me a couple minutes. I'll be right back. All right. All right. So you said you're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the Yankees anymore on the show. I don't think after, so. After tonight, uh, at length. What? No, not at length. But when you want, unless you do something insane. But again, not gonna happen. Like, what is your t- actual interest like going forward? Like, you still you're still have games on, just so you can kind of stew in uh, what's going on, so you can say you were there for it. Uh, or, like, well, you're just yeah, skip I, mean, I watched I watched the Brave series pretty much all of it. Uh, yeah. Well, Friday I'm going out to dinner. Also, Apple TV game. So yeah, not gonna see it anyway. Yeah, good time to go out. Radio, so that'll be a, that'll be like radio in the car. I'm not even sure radio in the house. Uh, and then like Saturday is a Fox Sports game, but I got a party one o'clock. I don't like it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs, but I don't even think I'm gonna like try and find a TV to catch a couple innings. I think it's like I mean, you can never ask for the Yankee game on. Like, I'm, you just can't do that. And this is it's a society. Like, if they're in a pennant race or something, you could. Or even if it was early in the season, you could. But under 500, <laughs> looking like dogs out there, you cannot do it. It's a tough ask, right? <laughs> Can you please put the Yanks on? Oh, they're down 7-1 already. <laughs> I think that's where we're at now. We're like during the week, weekdays, I'm home doing nothing. You know, got to work. Like the game's going to be on. Weekends, I mean, forget about when football starts. Forget it. Um, but like weekends in the summer when you have like a little bit of a busier schedule and you're bouncing around, I always go the extra mile to catch the game. Yep. I don't, I don't think you have to go the extra mile now. No, if it's there, it's there, you know, not going to go out of your way. Yeah. But like, like Friday, you said, you can't watch anyway. Saturday will be in the car a bunch, I think. So if it, if it lands on driving, then yeah, like I'll have it on, but. What else would I have on? But uh, it's not. But I, I, I'm going to watch the like, same way during the week. I'll be locked, not locked in, but I'll have it on to see. I don't even know why. Like, there's not like a lot of optimism to go around with this team. There's not a lot of. That's a dull, fucking boring watch. Yeah, it's not terrible like, product. It's not like you could. It's not like you could look forward to like, oh, well, we can watch the young kids play. We can watch. I mean, maybe Vasquez could pitch tonight. I mean, are you excited about Vasquez? 
Quite Volpe. Volpe's like the one guy, yeah, but we've had a long yeah, I mean we've had a long season with him. And now it's just about him getting better. You know, it's not getting it's not getting a look. I guess if they bring somebody up in September, but there's nobody outside of uh the Martian that I'd be excited yeah. to see. He's not coming up for a couple of years, so maybe the catcher, but I don't even know. Is he even in triple A yet? I have no I have no idea. Maybe this yeah. Ruda, maybe this Ruda kid. Make him the hitting coach. Blowing the lid off the team, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I, I, there's not – that's like the that, – if you're a bad team going down the stretch, like at least you – like sometimes you have something to look forward to just to, to watch these games. So, or, you know, get a feel for next year or something, but there's just nothing. Like, ju- like judge is – it's hard to miss like a judge at bat. I guess like yeah. the one thing – I said the one like must-see thing on the team is judge at bat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He doesn't need surgery. Today he doesn't need surgery. Yeah, right. The Yankee doctor said it. It could change tomorrow. Yeah, he's got to go home and see his own doctor, I'm sure. West Coast. Pediatrician from childhood, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, Mark Canna, solo dinger off Kershaw. one Paying dividends. Already, yeah, the X Mets are really getting after it. <laughs> Even James McCann is getting big hits in Baltimore. <laughs> <sighs> Scherzer's been awesome. Verlander, obviously, it's tough. Yep. Uh, glad to get out of Queens, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have much else to add. Uh, the Yankees are just a dumb team. Uh, base running, fielding, mental mistakes. It's just no accountability. Teach, it's they don't, terrible. Teach any of that. they don't teach any of that stuff. It's wild. And yeah, the worst part, the worst part about all this, like booing aside, we're just going to run it back next year. Probably. I mean, there's nothing in the free agent market that's going to. You know, I mean, well, I guess Otani, but that's not happening. No. Uh, yeah, there's nothing really out there that's gonna. There's no quick fix. That's the problem. Would, would you? You mentioned Otani. Like, well, they would have had to dump salary then if they were really gonna like if they if their long game was to like sign Otani and that's the reason to go over the luxury tax. Like to throw everything as a, and that's the reason they didn't make a trade, or they couldn't dump. I mean, they have a lot of expiring contracts. And they, yeah, I that was like the, Bader. But that was the talk that they were going to, like, you know, trade them away, but they're coming with the books anyway. You know, yeah. why take, so why take on more salary? So what if his, what if his plan is to just throw the world at Otani? I don't think that's the plan. <laughs> I, I don't think they have a plan in their defense. That, that's, I don't know that's a defense. I don't know that's the defense line, but yeah, sure. Yeah, it was just, Cashman. Just he. It was uh, you know, when you have the resources the Yankees do, and you have the payroll, you could survive a lot of bad moves. And I just think the Donaldson one was like it was one too many bad moves. They just couldn't big, survive it. And that was a big one. I mean, so many bad moves over the years. So many that they were able to recover from and still be a playoff team and still be a winning team. And he just made it was one too many, one too many bad moves. He just could not 
recover from this one. No. That was it. It's also really just had to be like serviceable. Yeah. And he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't just, replacing fucking, you know, Greg Nettles. I mean, yeah. he wasn't replacing. Like, I love Urshela, but like, he wasn't. Ah, it's just bad. Yeah. It's bad. Urshela's a free agent. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on home. Get the, get the returning home video. Yeah. Or Gio. Yeah. It's. Uh... And nobody makes more outs on the bases than this team. I think there's the numbers to back that up too. Yeah, there was something I, I don't I never know what stat to I don't even know how you measure that stat. Cohn brought it up on the on the broadcast that they were like the worst in baseball. I don't know what what they're last in, but it fits my narrative. So yeah, they're last in baseball <laughs> at, at base running. I mean, every game. Uh, today, maybe the past couple games actually, I'll give them a break because they only had like five hits combined. But every game, it's like it, twice a game, there's someone making it out on the bases. Bader getting picked off the other night. Even if it's like on a nice play where like RBI single and you're trying to grab the extra base to go to second. I think that happened with IKF in game one, too. Uh, it's like there's always something, there's always somebody getting thrown out at the bases. Some horrendous, like brain dead play. It's like, why it? Why does this keep happening? Like, why can somebody get in these guys' ears? Like, even Phil Nevin exploded on his team the other night. I don't think Phil Nevin's a good manager, if I had to guess. But like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like why? You know, like even uh, Cora uh, benched Verdugo earlier in the season because he said he was wasn't hustling. Uh, then. Uh, didn't cash bench Wander Franco earlier, which I mean, yeah, it's really one of the more the <laughs> one of the moves with more foresight, right there. Yeah, man, geez, imagine what he knew. Imagine if he knew what we know now. Yeah, but yeah, he, I forget. He, I think he benched him for being a bad teammate. I think that's yeah. the exact reason he benched him. You're gonna have to go back to the minors, Wando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in some uh, shit. He's in some shit, man. But I don't. There's. I don't see anything about Wander. Like I don't see any news about Wander. I think they're trying to. Uh, they're trying to do the whole like innocent until proven guilty thing. They're trying to. Yeah, but it would, to sleep. No, but like stuff would come out though. You know, like wouldn't there be? Wouldn't there be uh, reports like interviewing this girl's family and stuff, or just because she's in the Dominican? Like she's in the Dominican Republic, right? Oh, I don't know. I didn't read the article. I just saw a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, she's from the DR, I think. And I mean, this is all hearsay. Like, I don't. There's no information. This is all stuff I kind of came across. I don't know if it's all true. Mm-hmm. Like, so you think Tampa jumped the gun? No, they did. They did what they had to do. I mean, you you, you couldn't possibly play him and then come out that it happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, he's getting he's getting killed right now, and rightfully so if he's guilty. Like, I'm, that's you know besides the point. Um, can you imagine if he's out there playing and people thought he was banging a fourteen year old? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna be bad when he goes back now because he's accused of it. But if you you know if he's on the road, you can't do that. You can't send him out there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's that's a fucking what a creep. 
seriously. Like the only thing I saw was like there's pictures of this girl, and one of them she's with a kid, one of them she's got a bottle with her, like a bottle of vodka or tequila or something, mm-hmm. and, and uh, another one that her, uh, that her boyfriend bought for her. Exactly. Well, maybe yeah. And another one that uh, she, what was it? Cubs just walked off. Chris Morrell walk off. Bottom of the ninth off the White Sox. Crowd's going bananas. Cubs are back. Cubs got a little something. Wow, great, great crowd at Wrigley here on Wednesday night. Great crowd, oh, full house. Crosstown rivalry. Yeah, oh yeah. And a walk-off win. Uh fuck was I saying? Wander Franco. Oh yeah. Uh back, to the, back to the darker side of baseball. Um and and like people are like, whoa, well, look, she has a bottle of liquor. She has a baby. And like another one, she was behind a, a steering wheel of a car. Like she couldn't be 14 to do any of those things. I'm like, one, nothing says that's her kid. Two, you weren't behind a wheel of a car when you were like eight years old, let alone 14 years old. And three, like you said, if she's banging a 22-year-old, very easy for her to get a bottle of liquor. <laughs> yeah, all of those like, things. Yeah. So it's like people were using that in his defense. I'm like, that's a crazy defense. Like it's, I just poked a thousand holes in it. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. It <laughs> doesn't look good for one. <laughs> no, no, it does not. This is, this is a Mel Hall story. Remember we went over the Mel Hall, the Mel Hall start story a couple years ago. Remember? Oh yeah. Mel Hall was pretty bad. He was like living with the girl's family. Man, the family trusted him, which is, I mean, that's a whole other insane aspect of this. Trusting Mel Hall with that Jerry curl. Yeah, and just let him into their house, like a major right. leaguer. Like, yeah, come stay with us. What? Like, no, get, a, get your own place. You're a big leaguer. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this is the Cape Cod League. <laughs> yeah. Pay us rent. You're a Yankee. <laughs> not for long or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh yeah, so very a little similar to that. But I mean I just so my only thing is I haven't heard anything outside of the allegations. Like I like there was a social media post and like I just don't I haven't heard any kind of news on it. So I don't know what the hell is the story with that. They're digging, I'm sure. Digging away. Yeah, oh yeah. But tough thing. If he's innocent, which I hope he is, real tough thing to come back from. Real hard. I don't yeah. see how you I don't see how you bounce back from it. What's the best case for Wander that it's, that she's lying and she's like eighteen or nineteen or forty two? Like best case, the like, best case is she's of age. She's of age and lying. Yeah, is she? Did she? Is she the one that came forward? No, but I think it was like her posts that gave it away. Maybe I don't know. Fourteen, like, come on, Wander, like. You could, well, I don't know. Can't get into the fucking head of a predator. Yeah, you gotta go to the Philippines for that. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where? No, it's not the Philippines. Don't people go? I mean, besides Epstein Island, is there a place like overseas they do that? It's not. It's definitely not miners. Yeah, it's definitely not the Philippines. I was just one can mind. I mean, it's not. Uh, de- wait, wait, it's, it's not definitely not the Philippines. But I don't think it's the Philippines. <laughs> I'm not gonna what, like, say what de- country. Yeah, I thought there was like a place that was like, I don't know, known for it. Google it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not Googling it. 
<laughs> Where do you get? Oh, no. Now I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Alexa. <laughs> By the Cubs are 62 and 58 and packed houses, walk off home runs. <laughs> and we, here we are, 60 and 61, tail between our legs. NL Central. Having eulogies. R.I.P. Yeah. I watched I even watched Hard Knocks this week. I watched a little bit of it. You see O's Perlman at the beginning? No, I didn't see the very beginning. Who's the mentalist. Oh, I did see it. I saw the I saw the end of the trick. I saw I saw him tell him the card and I saw him turn that thing into a goldfish. What if you picked a giraffe? <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be a toy giraffe in there? Yeah, probably wouldn't be a real. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm trying to know if I'm gonna make it all the way through. There's five episodes, but I don't even think I finished episode two. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah. But, once once they left the field, they they want some guy who's getting uh, his eyebrow pierced, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm not gonna watch yeah. his fucking eyebrow. The football stuff. I'm into the football stuff, but the that kind of slice of life shit. I don't, I don't want to hang. I don't want to hang out. He's just hang getting. He's just getting pierced all over the place. He had a very good message about like. I'm sure he's a great kid. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> like just do what you want to do or whatever. But I, yeah, the whole piercings thing, I've, I've never been able to relate to. Oh, I don't mind if he does. I don't give a shit that he has it. But I don't, I'm not going to go to the store with him and watch him get pierced and pick out piercings and shit. Like, I just, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to spend my time watching him get piercings. It's an odd. <laughs> it's a very odd uh, like hobby to have. I look at it. I view it as a hobby. Like you, it's not so much the piercing you like. I think you kind of like just getting stabbed with needles. Hmm. Why, why Is that, isn't that part of the experience? I feel like. I don't know, they numb it and shit. I feel like with tattoos, like people actually like the tattoo. Like they want the art. Right. With piercings, I feel like people, I don't know. They like it. They like a like pulling on their shit all the time. Like you want to feel it like pulling. I think they act pierced. no, I think they actually like the the act of getting pierced. Oh, so just that part. Okay. Well, and they I think they do it as a fashion statement too, but I do think fashion. they like no, but I mean, like, do you, do you think like it hurts? Like, if you have an eyebrow thing, you think it's like flicked? It hurts? Or like, yeah, it's still there. But they're happy about it when it hurts. Like Maybe, yeah. Huh? Interesting. I never thought of it like that. Get into the head of a person who likes piercings. And I don't know anybody that's got crazy piercings. I know some like women have like nose rings and shit, but yeah, a little more acceptable in the workplace these days. Is it a little bit? Can't go like crazy, but. A few, a few women have it. Is there something in like, I don't know, contracts or HR, or whatever the fuck? I don't think so. I think as long as you're not like customer facing, I don't think I don't think anybody gives a shit. As can long as like, you're not, can you have like blue hair? A full head of blue hair? Uh, probably. Again, if you're not customer facing, like you're not dealing with people on a regular basis. Probably. Yeah. Huh. I, don't, I don't think it's a little more. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things. She's like, it's a gigantic office. Like, you don't want to be um, uncomfortable, I guess. But 
you also don't want to like be the person that's kind of steps out of line, <laughs> not out of line, but like, you know, like the, it's a good place. It's a good place to fall in line. I'll put it that way. So nose ring acceptable eyebrow. Okay. too. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know if there's actual literature on this, but I don't see why not. I really don't it's see. A not. It's a slippery slope. Cause it's like, you know, uh, I guess what would it be First Amendment? Is that First Amendment? It's that's freedom of speech, technically. Freedom of expression. I guess, yeah. I wonder if I'd ask the HR guy. If I see the HR guy at the holiday party, I'd be like, so, quick question about piercings. <laughs> do you do you know your HR guy? Yeah. Is he a cool guy? Um, not particularly. <laughs> nice. I can't, I nice can't picture an HR guy being, you know. It's one of those things where, like, freedom of expression, right? Like, yeah, who cares, you know, piercing or whatever. But it's it's just also, like, I feel like unwritten rules of society where it's, like, don't look like too big of a dipshit. Right. I I wonder if anybody would complain if that shit were to happen or if if there's actual rules, you know, against it, would people just wouldn't do it. I think Fernando Tatis just stole home. Oh, wow. Off Dean Kramer? Of Perez. Uh, Dean Kramer's out. Oh, yeah, he uh, did. Oh, he froze him. Was it a lefty on the mound? Yeah. Five nothing. Padres making a run now. How many games are they out? They haven't even gotten the 500 probably, right? I don't know. I don't know the Padres record. Padres are there's six games under. They're finished. Sixteen games out of first place. They're three and seven in the last ten. All right. Twenty two percent chance to make the playoffs. Yanks are like three percent. Yanks are let's see. Up to date, up to date, up to date. Well, less than three percent, maybe. Two point three percent. Ooh. Yep. Um, yeah, so the Jets, uh, a lot of Quinnen Williams in this episode. The D saw, tackle. Yeah, I saw a little Quinnen. Yeah. A lot of Rodgers, obviously. It's going to be the Rodgers show. You saw Lazard, uh, you saw Lazard uh, talking with some of the other receivers. Yep. Lazard. Uh, Salah still hasn't really impressed me too much. Does how does Rogers come off to you watching this this show? He just comes. He he just I don't know. He's very uh, just a very like relaxed dude. I I don't know. My issues with Rogers haven't really been like personally as much as on the field, like when the going gets tough, I feel like Rogers is kind of small. That well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's good. Like every, he seems every- like a good leader. Like there was at one point, I think it was towards the end of the episode where he went up to one of the old linemen. He was like, let's get the guys together, do dinner or lunch or something. Like, I think that he does seem like that. Yeah. The guys do seem to love him. And all, I, I mean, well, also though, you have to keep in mind, like, these guys are jets like the quarterback play 
that they <laughs> like of course they're gonna love Rod. No, well Liz- well Lazard was there like hyping him up a little bit. So like Lazard likes him. That's I mean he followed him there. He must he must like him. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean I I think Rodgers is generally liked. You gotta remember though, like with these receivers, like Alan Lazard, no one would know who Alan Lazard was without Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah, very true. Yeah. That's really big. Like these guys, like I'm sure if you go ask like the Chiefs receivers or Bengals receivers, like they love playing with a good quarterback. Yep. Goes without saying. Um, yeah, my issue with Rodgers has always been like accountability in like yeah. these big games. Yeah. Basically, when he lost to Brady in the title game was when like I just <laughs> had my funeral for him. Like I I'll, I would never like be a Rodgers guy after that. Like I just couldn't. All right. Yeah. So that's been my biggest issue with him. Like, we, you know, the guys won four MVPs. And, you know, you got to, you get in these big games, you want to see the MVP. He scored 10 points against San Fran in that playoff game mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Lost to the Lions last year, Sunday mm-hmm. Night Football. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was bad. Losing to, it was a three straight home losses to end your season. End your Packer career. It's not, you know, it's what Lambeau Fields. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think. Um, yeah, you got your eyes ahead. You're looking ahead. I got a feeling, actually, that everyone's talking about the O-line, like, not being great. Uh, I, I could see him getting hurt. Jets fans are getting nervous. Jets fans are getting so nervous. They does not have an O-line ready already. They don't have an O-line picked for opening day. Beckton is like, who, who knows with that guy? He's always hurt. And he's not even that good, right? Right. He's the guy who's kind of maligned. Evan asked Tiki today. He goes, uh, when should when should Salah have the O-line picked for opening day? <laughs> Tiki goes, and he was dead serious. He said, three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, yes. he, went, he went to the whole thing about like how they had to play together and the O-line has to gel and get in sync and that kind of shit. And he's like, you know, if you don't know these guys, like, he's going to, you know, it takes time. It takes a long time to to get to that place where, you're, you know, you're ready to protect this guy. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. All the shifts and shit, you don't know what's going to happen. And Rodgers, you know, he's been a somewhat mobile guy in his career, but, you know, he's 40 now. He's not, yeah. he's not running all over the place. It's not the guy you really want if you have a suspect old line. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's wily, right? A little bit, yeah. like, but you know, you're right. That's not something that uh, you can you can hope for him from the do like to scramble and and get away on a regular basis. No, I mean, I think people think like at least you know, there's two extremes. Like this is like Jets are gonna be 14 and three, or the Jets are gonna be three and 14. Right. That yeah, that's him getting hurt. Yeah. I'm leaning more towards like the three and fourteen, even though I think it's obviously going to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, that's my guess is they would be like looking to get over five hundred towards the end of the year, looking for that tenth win, ninth, tenth win at the end of the year. So they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be obviously in the hunt. Yeah, and like a wild card team, and not win the division. I think so. Yeah, but I think they I think they'll have ups and downs because of stuff like this. And right. and I think and people like I'm not saying Rodgers is overrated, but I think people are overrating Rodgers a little bit at this point in his career. 
He's been, yeah. I mean, he might he might be like rejuvenated, but he's been off to slow starts a lot recently. Yeah, I mean it goes without saying. It's like the understatement of the century, but he is like the wild card. Like <laughs> yeah. the whole their whole <laughs> their whole Ooh. like success. Blow my doors <laughs> off there. <laughs> like their whole success is going to be based. Forget about the O line. If the O line's bad, you're in trouble. Yeah. But like with a let's say like a, an average O line, it's it's your all your eggs are in the Rogers basket right now. That's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, and I don't, I, I just don't know. Are... Like they have a ton. Like Wilson looks like a stud. Defense is great too. Defense is good. You know, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, two headed monster should be good. Carter's okay they, too. The other running back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they, yeah. they have it all there. But if you know. I don't know exactly what happened in Green Bay last year. If it was like he just didn't gel with those the new guys, Romeo Dobbs and mm-hmm. whoever else, Christian Watson on that team. Like they just kind of put all these pieces around them, and either Rodgers didn't gel with them or they just stunk. Maybe both. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Probably a little bit of both. Um, or was it like a dec- the decline of Rodgers? Because if it was a decline of Rodgers, then it could be some trouble this year. Yeah, realistically, I think he's got a little something in the tank, but just not enough to like like a dominate. They're going to have a great year. It's tough watching Hard Knocks because they build him up so much, which they yeah. got to do. But like, yeah. like you would you would think he was you know ten years ago, Rogers, two thousand eleven, coming off a Super Bowl when it's like you look at him, it's like he's forty. Yeah, that's what they're, they're going to do. You know, and they do at every team. There's been some real bad teams. Yeah, come off hard knocks for everyone's like, I love this guy, I love this guy. This guy's gonna have a big year, and they just take a shit in the whole season. Yeah, so that's all right. So they're probably gonna fall somewhere in the middle, then you think? Yeah, I think so. Of expectations, yeah, yeah, everything, everybody healthy, full seasons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. I have a feeling he could get hurt though. That's the yeah. one thing on the table, yeah. Battle line. I could just I don't know. It's not the most mobile guy anymore. He I, has had a few injuries. Yeah. He has had a few injuries. I'll tell you something. As a Giants fan, kind of like having the spotlight off of us. Nobody's paying like, attention. Yeah, nobody's paying attention to the Giants. Like Saquon thing happened, it's over. And now it's all Jets. It's all lead up to the Jet season. All eyes are on the Jets. One, I like I, that's fun. It's better when the Jets are like that. It's better when the Jets have like a little juice to them. It is mm. it's better. But I kind of like just being in the shadows, doing our own thing. That makes me feel a little bit confident. I mean, it's, it's football season. You're always going with like comp, like unnecessary confidence, uncalled for confidence. Like we're just unfounded confidence, irrational so, confidence. Yeah, I know we'd get around to it eventually. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this is, this is one of those things I'm taking as like a positive. Like, let them do their work. No eyes on them. Go out and surprise everybody. Shock everybody. So I'm getting a little bit hyped. A little bit, you know, I still have my feelings about Danny Jones, but got to get behind him. Once the season starts, got to get behind him. And they're playing each other, aren't they? Aren't the Jets and Giants playing each other? Regular season, yeah, I think that sounds right. I think that sounds right. They're not playing. They're not playing the AFC East, but they play the Jets, right? 
No, I think it is the AFC East. Oh, they had the East. They have the. Oh, okay. I have shit. I have the the schedule since it came out. We're gonna yeah, do. August, we're gonna do. We're gonna do August talk radio on breakdown schedules. That's a win. That's a loss. <laughs> All we got right now is breaking down the NFL season. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Start breaking down the Empire Classic, <laughs> Jimmy V Classic. Uh, what what tracks are open tonight? About some tracks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Yep. Patriots are there. Yep. That's it. Open up football tomorrow. Browns, Eagles. Yep. Giants open up against Dallas. Sunday night football. I don't want to tip. I don't want to tip my hand (laughs) because I was looking at. I did look at the slate recently. Nice. Okay. Now we're really talking. I love the Giants in that first game. Like love love that. Oh no. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not I'm not I'm not a good week one gambler either. I wish I wish you did show your hand there. I mean prime time home underdog. Cowboy, <laughs> the Cowboys are Cowboys are come on. The Cowboys. <laughs> I had them under last year the Cowboys. I think I think I would, maybe I was a year too early picking the Cowboys under. You think this year it all falls apart? Yeah, I think I think it's just I mean it's just like we talked about the Yankees. The Cowboys just spin their wheels, man. It's like the same bullshit and you know you're you know they're not winning, but they're not bad enough where like it completely falls apart. Yeah. I think this this could be their 2023 Yankee like where it's just wow. it's not good. But things are different when you make the playoffs in the NFL because just getting there is an is an accomplishment in itself, and like once you get there, anything's possible. But that, I would say the same for baseball too. Mm, I think it's different with baseball. I think it's different in baseball only because, like, if your team is like a like remember like the Yankees against the Astros, the Keiko wild card game, like there was no chance the Yankees were winning that game. None. Like you talking about knowing what like going into a game or a series. Yeah, I knew I knew they're not winning that game. So it's it's like, and basically you have some some of those kind of things that that happen where it's just kind of you get the right team, the wrong team is, is in there at, the, at that time, and it gets kind of taken to the slaughter. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess I think there's some football, there's some football teams though. Yeah, but if you're, if, you're, if you're there like multiple years though, that's a good thing. It's tough to get to the playoffs in the NFL. We see how many teams like. Turnover year to year, right? Yeah. Unless you're the Chiefs. Yeah, they've so, I mean, been there a few years it, in a row. It, it sucks when you're the Bills who do it every year and nothing to show for it, too. The Bills you know, like, have uh, had a history of that. Yeah. They're constantly everybody's favorites list. <laughs> they can't make it happen. Yeah. You well, ruin for who's the next. All right. By by the way, I love the Monday night games. I don't have like a pick. I don't have a side I love, but yeah. Bills Jets Monday night. That's an awesome. That's an awesome Monday night that's opener. It's a great Monday night opener, yeah. And Cowboys Giants is fun too. I, I'm just not as big on Sunday night football just because 
Saints all day. Like I don't need a big Sunday night game, but I love I love a big Monday night game. I like Sunday night games. It is a long day, but I I, I like having something on Sunday night. I like I like I like uh, I like a big four twenty five game. That's, that's really, fair that's too. Really yeah, going. That's fair. I think my I'm not, I kind of had to tune out in the four o'clock games usually, like towards the end of them. Yeah, school year and stuff, getting ready for bed and all that. So like by the time the the Sunday night game comes on, I'm like ready for more football. Sometimes okay. yeah, maybe that's why. All right, so who's the next? Who's the next quarterback without? A ring to get a ring. Uh, next quarterback without a ring. There's not a lot of quarterbacks with rings. No. So it could be this year. Exactly. I mean, Burrow, Burrow healthy. Wow. So I mean, Burrow yeah. and Allen would be the two big ones. I guess. Yeah, I was just gonna say you have to throw Hurts in there because he's probably on the favorite in the NFC. Yeah. yeah uh, so- is there any wild card? Like, I feel like Hurts, Burrow, and Allen should almost be DQ'd. The wild. All right. So after that, I mean, you have Herbert, Lamar, Lawrence, Cousins. I'll, I'll give you a wild card. Back to a. Oh, Stafford's one one two. Uh, yeah. Oh, hang on. I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you an under the radar wild card. It's not Jared Goff. It's not Jared Goff. A wild card that's under the radar. Uh, Lawrence is not really under the radar. I don't know. Nah, man. I like Justin, Justin Fields. No, though he had a big time preseason game over the weekend. Three <laughs> completions for like 100 and some yards, three touchdowns, yep. two touchdowns. No, Kenny Pickett. Wow. Yeah. Well, your pitch. Yeah, that's that's a that's a program. You're going with the program there. I read something online this week that he, he had some good throws or something. All right. All right. Nice. And he's got Carl, not Carl Pickens. Uh, that's '90s guy who George Pickens. Carl Pickens is pretty sweet. George Pickens is a name where I just feel like Pickett to Pickens is going to be a thing. I don't know how big. I'm not. I don't want to go too nuts, but it seems like it's going. They're going to have their moment. Yeah. And why? Or, I mean, why? Why can't the Steelers win that division? The other other thing is like the Pickett is not a great name for a quarterback, though. Pickett, Pickett. Yeah, not a great name. It's like Grant Balfour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. How'd that work out? Yeah, not not great. <laughs> uh, why can't Pittsburgh win that division? No, Browns. no. Why true. can't the Browns win that division? I don't know. The Bengals. I I, I have a hot take. I, I feel like Burrow is gonna learn to hate it there and get out. Go back to like. New Orleans, where he played college ball, go play for the Saints. Wow. That's my prediction. Save the tape. Wow. I mean, the Bengals. If they don't, if they, wow, uh, you were we were talking about Burrow. He said he's going to jump ship at some point. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. If they fail him again with the O line, and there's like an injury or just underperformance in general, oof, I know Chase is there, but. 
Yeah, no, but if it's if it's if it's you going on the IL every year, right? It's like right. you got to find a place that's going to protect you. So that's um, just my Joe Burrow hot take. I don't know. I could see him. Uh, he wouldn't be the first guy to leave Ohio. That's true. In his prime, <laughs> he's not going back though. No, he would not. He would not go back. Uh, so this is he's got one more year on his contract. Yeah, they usually lock quarterbacks up though. Yeah, he's yeah. I would not let him get the free agency. Say that. Yeah, so he's here for here in twenty twenty four, and then that's it. Yeah, free agent twenty twenty five. Yeah, two two more seasons. That's that's a long time to play behind the shoddy line. Yeah. Yep, it's a lot. But a lot you, to ask. Do you still think Burrow's over Allen for first championship? First guy for first new guy to get a championship. I would, yeah. I I, I like Burrow a little more than Allen. You don't like the uh, Bills? You don't like the Bills a little more than than the Bengals? Yeah, I like the Bills team a little bit more only because. I think they do a better job protecting Allen, and I think the defense is a little better. Yeah. Defense, uh, yeah. Also, that division worries me a little bit, uh, AFC North. That's the one division. I think there's a couple that people will point at, like the AFC East, maybe NFC East, where like, oh, you know, it's wide open. Mm-hmm. AFC North, though, I, oh, I'm intrigued by all four of those teams. Bengals, for obvious reasons, they've won it a couple years in a row now. Burrow's a stud. Yep. No Super Bowl or bust. Then you got like the Ravens and Steelers, who are two of the, you know, top five most consistent teams in football. Mm. Make the playoffs almost every year. Steelers haven't had a losing record in forever, 20 years, whatever it is. Yep. Ravens are a model franchise right there with Pittsburgh. And then you have the Browns who are the wild card, who are like you know, no one's talking about Watson right now. It could be a good thing. Full training yeah. camp. Everyone yeah. forgot. He's a, you know, serial uh, masseuse assaulter. At least they were of age. Yeah, he's got that going for him. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm intrigued by that division because I could make a case for all four teams. Although in Browns might be a little bit of a stretch, but no, I don't mind the Browns. I did get an update on Wander while we were in the, in our break. Yeah, and it, it's a um, it's an, an agency in the Dominican Republic is looking into it. Oh, all right. Well, that's good news. The National Agency for Boys, Girls, Adolescents, and Family and Gender Violence Unit. Well, he didn't abuse her. Jeez. The NAB. The NAB. Yeah. The NAVGAF, not really good for that, for initial use. Not, not a good acronym. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, so it's just death. It's under investigation. More information next week, maybe. Stay tuned. Until then, you're in timeout, Wander. <laughs> no snack and no juice. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um. All right. What's what's the rookie that you're looking out for the most? Richardson there. 
Oh, the co- the quarterback for the Colts. Yeah. Him. Who else is supposed? To, the isn't the Falcons running back supposed to be unreal? That was one that got a lot of, a lot of hype. Yep. Big big fantasy guy. Uh, I'm trying to think back to the draft. Who the fuck? Oh, Stroud is starting for the Texans, right? Oh, CJ CJ Stroud is. Yeah, I think he is, and right. I'm pretty sure Bryce Young's starting for the Panthers. I mean, it's it's chalk, but probably Young in Carolina. It's got to be a quarterback. I mean, skill guys. Yeah, you know, I don't. I mean, I don't even. I'd have to go look at the the draft recap to even see who the skill guys were. I remember a few quarterbacks. That's about it. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, all right. Well, it's what else you're looking forward to within the ranks here? Week one, that's it. All eyes. <laughs> yeah, you went over uh, big ones. Then Thursday night football, opening night. I'm going over that one. Lions, Lions, Chiefs. Yeah, ring ceremony. Tough spot for the Chiefs. And tough spot for the Lions, I mean. Real tough spot. Six and a half. Only six and a half point spread, though. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's Vegas telling uh, yeah, the Lions. Yeah, hey, Chiefs never cover the spread. Yeah, Lions will probably be hard luck losers. Hard luck losers opening night. Yeah, that's where everybody wants them to be. That's where everybody wants the Lions to be. I mean, they're the favorite to win that division by a decent margin, I think. No, it doesn't doesn't come without get, taking your licks, you know. Huh. Got to earn it in this in this league. Well, don't if you like the Lions to win the division, wait until Monday morning after Week One is in the books. Yeah, there's a good game, chance. Yeah. There's a good chance that they're zero and one. Yeah, there you go. Um, how's your team looking? I haven't heard much about the the Dolphins. Well, lost nineteen to three in the in the preseason home opener, but preseason, you know, yeah, preseason. Yeah, we didn't play anybody. Mike White played, but uh. Got sacked a few times. Sky Thompson got sacked a few times. I think we gave up four sacks, but had four sacks, so they cancel out. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, the O line is going to be an issue, which it it always is. So that's that's the story. Two is going to die. Mike White's going to come in, and hopefully. Not like, he's not going to Demar Hamlin. He's going to seriously. What what's his like status? Like he has one more concussion. Is he done? Is like that it? I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. He's definitely going to get another concussion. I know it's it's going to be Mike White. It's going to be the Mike White era. I mean, and the question it's not, not I mean, going to be great. We're going to be like six and eleven, but we'll probably beat the Jets with Mike White. So the question is just how early is Tua get a concussion? Yeah. Because the O-line's, O-line's not going to protect them. He's going to bang his head in the fucking shower head. <laughs> yeah. Back down. Yeah. Could happen. Could happen. I'm not ruling anything out. It's Yeah, it's when he gets hurt, not if. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough place for a fan to be in. Oh, just, yeah, knowing, just knowing the guy's gonna get hurt. 
that's probably yeah. even worse than knowing the guy's gonna suck. Uh, yeah, you can kind of live with a guy sucking. Guy getting hurt, you're just holding on to a, a ticking time bomb the entire time. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know when zero hits though. No, you just got to ride the wave. Just ride the yeah. roller coaster. Yeah. That's it. Hope. I mean, hope he can make just be around for the playoffs. Get to the playoffs and be around for the playoffs. Right. That's it. It's hope for a healthy. It's hope for a healthy season. Right. Get if he gets that concussion, your all right. Your career is over. But if Mike White gets in the playoffs, then you play with the concussion in the playoffs, basically. Yeah. Then you go out of hero. Go out of hero. Yeah. Yes. Johnny Moxon. Uh, the Niners. The Niners have a quarterback yet? I was just thinking about them because Garoppolo's gone. Purdy, he's not ready, right? I don't think so. And then Trey Lance is permanently hurt, right? It sounds like he's terrible, too. <laughs> it it sounds, sounds like he's really bad, yeah. So do they not have a quarterback? I don't know if they have I don't know if they have a guy that can play. I don't know who Wildcat play Debo. Oh, they have Darnold. Oof, so they don't have a guy to play. <laughs> that's, t- that's tough. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, so Donald's going to be the starter out there? I mean, Shanahan wins with whoever he has under center, so. That's true. That This will be his this will be his biggest test uh, until Purdy comes back, at least. I don't know what his deal was. Who else is a quarterback controversy? Oh, it looks like Purdy actually might be might be ready. Okay. O- only because I'm reading an article that says Shanahan has not decided whether Purdy will play in Saturday's preseason game. So okay. it sounds like he's available. I think Purdy's going to be ready for uh, for the opener. Okay. It sounds yeah. like Trey Lance is healthy too, but he just stinks. So yeah. it sounds like Purdy's the starter. Purdy starts. Trey Lance backing him up. Darnold backing him up. Darnold, I think Darnold's third string on this team. Wow. Yeah, it's it's over for Sam. Yeah, it, it seems but, like it seems like if Purdy's Purdy starting, it seems like a pretty secure job. Yeah, he's gonna have a little bit of leeway, I think. Little leash, I think so. I think they know they're trying to hide Trey Lance a little bit. Yeah. Um. See Packers with Jordan Love, new quarterback there. Uh, Be interesting. Who? Uh, let's see the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are going to be terrible, I think. The yeah, old transition for the Bucks here. Let's see their quarterback situation is. Uh, is it Trask? Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's right. Kyle, Trask back Kyle, up. Kyle Trask and John Wolford. Oof. <laughs> they sold their soul for Super Bowl, man. They're going to back to being the Yucks. This is going to be bad. Going to be bad down there in Tampa. Bad division, but 
I think they're going to be the they're, worst. The reason is bad decision. <laughs> uh, let's see. Heard that somebody was saying that they want the commanders to change their name back to the Redskins. Native um, Ameri- that's happening. A Native American fella. Wanted them to, to put it back. A Native American Redskin fan or commander I fan? The, these are the quarterbacks of the commanders? You know, who's starting for this team? I thought they had a better quarterback. No, they have what's his face starting? Jacoby Brissett? No. Sam Howell? Yeah, Sam Howell. Sam Howell is starting? And Jake Fromm also on the roster. Mm. Georgia Bulldogs. I'm not sure you want Sam Howell starting for your team. Uh, might be better than Brissett, though. I think Sam Howell at least offers a little bit of upside. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not arguing in favor of Brissett. I just mean to have him starting on your team. No, I mean, yeah, not great. Do the Rams have any kind of rebound in them? Or are they done, done? I don't know. It's another team they sold their soul. Last two Super Bowl winners before the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> they did, yeah, that's true. That was a soul-selling. Stat, you think Stafford rebounds a little? Because he was just bad last year, right? And he got hurt. Uh, yeah, Stafford got hurt. And it was just kind of like a, it was just kind of like it got momentum. It, just, it was an avalanche. It's got, it got bad and it got worse real fast. Yeah. Well, the good news for them is the Cardinals probably stink. Uh, unless, unless the new coach fixes Kyler. Uh, uh yeah. Seahawks have Gino, right? They're locked yeah. Gino. Yep. And there's the Niners. So, I mean, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't rule out the Rams. Oh, that's a bad division. The NFC is not, not strong. The NFC fucking blows. It's terrible. It's worse than I thought. No, East, it's all the good quarterbacks from the AFC. East might be – it's up to the Giants, really, but the East might be able to get three teams in. Playoffs. Again. Didn't they do that? Yeah, last year. Yeah, they did it. They could probably do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I can only see one team coming out of the north. Oh man, and definitely one that only one out of the south. One south for sure. Is it possible? Like, I don't know how There's bad the Rams gross, are. There's gonna be some gross teams that get into the playoffs out of the uh, NFC. I don't know how the math works out, but could two losing teams win their division? Win both the South and the West divisions? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. I don't think it would happen, but it's in play, I think. For all eight of those teams to have losing records. Yeah. Eight and nine. A lot of them could be, yeah. I mean, Seahawks are, they're all middling teams. At best, at best, the the cream of the crop is middling teams. Yeah, there's some shitty teams in that conference. Yeah. A lot of bad teams. Can't wait to have, can't wait to pick our division winners. Oh yeah, weeks. I'm ready. Fun, yeah. Are you ready? What are you gonna do now? All right.
I'll wait. Two weeks. <laughs> Couple weeks. Labor Day. Uh, no, week after Labor Day, right? Because are we going on Wednesday? It's our. Yeah, but Wednesday Labor Day. Oh Labor... yeah, yeah, Wednesday before. Well, so it's, it's the yeah, it's Labor Day week. Labor Day week, right after actual Labor Day, though. Yeah. Yeah, after Labor Day. Yeah. Oh yeah, or it could be Monday anyway. That's fine too. Whatever, we'll figure that out when time comes. Yeah, be right after the holiday. Jump right into the football season. That's Craig Carton's holiday too. That's when he got nabbed. He got nabbed on Labor Day. It was like I think it was the episode they came back from like the Labor Day weekend. Like oh, he didn't man. he didn't show up and Boomer was and it's kind of like a big event because like they're like finally locked in like vacations are all over. And Opening then, day of the fan and Boomer's just like where the fuck is he? Like Craig, he's like crazy Craig. I think I listened to that live. He's like crazy Craig. <laughs> and then it turned out he was under arrest by the feds. Yeah. Now he got some big show on Fox. I haven't watched three. I haven't that. watched three seconds of that show. No, I don't know. I don't know how these guys get these shows. Who's watching them? All I, mean, I know is that all I hear is about TV being dead and streaming and this, and then they give guys those shows. That's like a gym show, right? As is a show you put on when you're at the gym, seven in the morning. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess it does. That is a gym show. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, who's up that early? Is Ke- like Kelly show? and Regent or Kelly and Mark Consuelos? Is that a gym show? Uh, a specific gym, yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's where the, it's like a geriatric gym. It's in the nursing home. It's where the where that's Cur- the work curves. It's like curves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, those women love Mark Consuelos. Yeah, that's why they have it on. Of course, <laughs> they don't. They don't care for Kelly as much. No, they're like when she goes on vacation. Oh, no, I guess they probably go on vacation together. Yeah. Uh, see, that's why that's why Regis, that's why Regis and, Kel- and Kathy Lee were great, man. Because when, like, when she would go on vacation, Regis's wife would come in, like, just for, for a week and spend the week with them on do mm. the show. That was it, and it was like a fun little aside. I don't, I don't know who filled in when Regis was on vacation. Do some Anderson vacation. Cooper. No, it was long before Anderson Cooper was a thing. Uh, he's been around a while. Longer than you think. he wasn't. He wasn't filling in on Regis. Uh, who's filling? I don't know. I'm sure they had. I'm sure they had people. I'm, I'm sure they had people upon people helping out. Yeah, so so over. Who's the guy behind the camera? Gelman. Gelman. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say Stedman. I think I was Stedman. <laughs> yeah, fucking Gelman. That guy's been there forever too. It probably hasn't changed a bit. Company man, he yeah. fucking knows where the bodies are buried. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. Do you think there's any record of this at all? Who filled in for Regis on the internet? No way. I mean, that's impossible. Meredith Vieira. That's a possibility. I think I'm. I'm trying to think a little bit earlier though, but it's a possibility because she was on the View, right? And then she actually ended up taking over. Who wants to Yeah. Matt Lauer? That's different network. 
That's a different network, yeah. I don't know. Who's an ABC? Man, I don't know who would fill in for who filled in for Kathy Lee. Uh, Joy Philbin. Regis is. Oh, his wife. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to find it, man. I'm I'm trying to find like, clips from the show with a guest host. You know, Kelly Ripa didn't go to his funeral. She probably wasn't invited. Yeah, that was say she wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's she doesn't seem like the kind of person that deserved Regis, to be honest with you. No. Regis Kathy was a good fit, man. Yeah, I don't know. It just worked for some reason. It fit the times, too. It's like that show, I don't that's, know how that show... I don't know how that show exists, still. Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. That fits perfectly with the times, especially those two like performers. Like Regis was yeah. like a lifetime showbiz guy. Do a little singing, do a little whatever the fuck. I don't know if he did comedy or whatever. I have no idea. But it's a lifetime show business from like he was 15 years old. And Kathy Lee was kind of like, she was married to Frank Gifford. I don't know. I, don't know that. I mean, she just like, you're right. She, she was just, yeah, she was just married to an athlete. <laughs> well, no, but like people like, Knew her like she was famous for you know for I you know was she an actress was she on Broadway? I think she was like a low level actress or something. Yeah, I don't even know. And she was like kind of weird and quirky, but Re- like Regis was weird too, like in his own way. Regis had his own like ticks and stuff, and she was quirky. Like it just was kind of. And she still has a show, Kathy Lee Gifford. Yeah, she goes on. Uh, think it's like they're part of the today show yeah she's 70 now she's 70 now wow so you figure when the show was on its heyday she's what in her early 40s yeah it says from 80 oh she's 85 that's longer than i thought 85 to 2000 I did not think 15 years. Oh, here, I got a clip with Kelly. Oh, Kelly, with Kathy Lee and Frank, Frank Gifford doing it. Mm. From 1993. The whole show. Oh, somebody, somebody, somebody want to perform uh, one of those exercise bikes that you ride and like the arms move like uh, skis. Yeah. Somebody won one. Nice. Frank's loving it. Frank's a little stuffy. Frank's wiping his nose. <laughs> Does he have commercials too? Oh, uh, kind of. Yeah, this has commercials too. Legend of Dinty Moore. Let's see. Oh, uh, is- what's his name? Chris McDonald is on this episode? Chris Shooter McGavin? No. Maybe that's the wrong name. Um, he was uh shit. He was Rob not Robin. 
Chris he O'Donnell. Was the, no, he was the kid from uh this is the kid from um uh shit. Sense of woman with Al. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell. That is Chris O'Donnell? That's him then. Yeah, Robin. I don't know what happened to Chris O'Donnell. If he was the guest, who was the next guest? Yanni's on it. I mean, this couldn't be more 93. Yanni's a musical guest. Yanni. Playing the clarinet. Yeah, I was going to say sax. That's Kenny G. Oh, maybe that's Kenny G. That is Kenny G. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to confuse Yanni and Kenny G. Oh, then Bobby Flay's at the very end cooking. Jeez, Bobby Flay's been on that. A very young look at Bobby Flay. He's making Southwestern Super Bowl chili. There's a picture of a Dos Equis next to it. Some lamb, onions, garlic. Stop. Oh, come on. This is the worst graphics ever. Is that his real last name, Flay? It seems like a stage name, doesn't it? Yeah, you shouldn't have to have a stage name if you're. A fucking chef, though. <laughs> Just go by your real name. Oh, it looks like that's actually his real name. Robert William Flay. Frank Gifford is drinking. Frank Gifford is drinking that Dos Equis, though, on the air. <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a bit of a boozer, right? Uh, Yeah, I feel like if you played in the 60s, any sport, he got after a little bit. Mm, okay. That's the way I interpret it. I mean, he was no uh... shit. Shouldn't start a sense on knowing the guy's name. It was no um... uh, Jerry he... Kramer. No, oh, J- uh, Kenny Stabler. Yeah. Oh, I got um, Rickles guest hosting an episode with Regis. Oh, okay. Ninety six. This might you made to watch this one. Full episode on. Let's see who their guests are. Oh, Rickles does some road work. I think this is all about Rickles. <laughs> I think he's the guest host and the subject of the whole show. Oh no, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence came on. I'm sure he made a racist joke. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> And then who is this? Joan Collins? Is that Joan Collins? You know who Joan Collins is it? Joan Collins. Yeah. It sounds familiar. I gotta do a Google. I gotta look at her uh I guess if this is her. Joan oh, Collins. Yeah, it is. She's ninety years old. Probably, yeah. She's like an actress, right? Yeah, I think she's a, what do you call it? Uh, Married four times. Married five times, sorry. I think it was like a soap opera maybe, or was she like a legit actress? It says soap opera. Yeah. And the last uh, guest, Jim Belushi. Hmm. Guest host? No, no, just the guest on the show. Nobody cooking this time. 
Speaking of soap operas, did you know Days of Our Lives moved to Peacock? Oh, it's NBC, right? Right. So it's it, but it's not like if I go and see tomorrow NBC. Let's see, like what was it? One o'clock. Days of Our Lives. Sands of Our Hourglass. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird though? Just like, shouldn't that be the kind of programming you keep on celestial TV? The people who watch yes. Days of Our Lives aren't going to go to Peacock to watch it. Well, yes, it's like putting sports on streaming sites. It's like you're you're killing your main. It's even, it's even worse. It's even worse than putting sports on stream. Like at least with sports, like there's a chance you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna sell. But like this, like old people are watching these soap operas. They just put on channel two or channel four or channel six, and that's it. And they leave it. Well, that's all they can. That's all they can handle. Yeah, and they they're, they're telling them to put it, go to an app. You want me to go to an app? It's in. <laughs> it's in the. That's in the TV. Yeah, I guess uh, it's a tall order for that kind of programming. So looks like General Hospital is still on ABC. That's two o'clock. Good. Okay. But no, Days of Our Lives is not. Dateline is on one o'clock. I think I could hear Days of Our Lives theme song in my head. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> easily. That that to me that's the soap opera. I know. Hmm. Uh, was it Young and the Restless? That's oh, Young, there it is. Young and the Restless is on at twelve thirty tomorrow. So that's there. And then the Bold and the Beautiful only gets a half hour. They're one thirty to two. And then General Hospital at two. So when was They're the last one? Days of our lives. What was Peacock. last one? To, what was the last time we get canceled? I feel like what was One Life to Live. That's not even a real one. I think that's it. Got canceled though, didn't it? I guess about, I don't know. What about soap? Didn't soap get canceled that's years not, ago? It seems like it's not a real one either. The Love Boat was that prime time? That's prime time, right? That wasn't a soap opera, though, was it? No, I don't think so. One Life to Live was a. It went from 68 to 2012. That's a good run. That is a fucking run. That's 12. That's 54 years. No, 44 years. How long has the other guys been? He's got other guys been on forever, though. Days of our life. It was a a question on Jeopardy the other day. What was it? It was 53, I think. Winner, they're probably affected by that strike or those strikes. Fifty eighth season. Wow. Hope they filmed it already. <laughs> These people are still. I mean, they just—that's their life, man. They, that's. It's almost it's pro wrestling, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're Drama. just living that character. Yeah. Forever. And ever. And then you die and then you come back as like the evil twin. Evil twin, yeah. I wonder what the storylines are like on these shows now. And oh. I could I could picture them back in the day, but they still like these love triangle things. Has to be. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, I think you're right. Days of our lives is definitely the 
like the show. Like that's the soap. Like the synopsis for tomorrow's General Hospital. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Bro- Brooklyn plies Tracy with alcohol. Brooklyn. What does plies mean? Plies Tracy with alcohol. That's like I don't know. Trying to get her to do something. Yeah. Dante is wise to Cody, so Dante's on to Cody. You can't pull one past Dante. <laughs> Felicia po- Felicia ponders her next act. So you know Felicia Felicia's just in everybody's shit. Always she's just always causing trouble. Finn and Liz have a heart to heart. So I don't know, like they they banged each other's boyfriend or something. They did, they did some shit to each other, but now they're on the back, you know, to amends. And Molly shares big news. Here, listen to this. This is from the 90s. Uh, This is just highlights from 90s episodes. Marlena Marlena survived the plane crash and was comatose. Stefano took her and hit her on an island and impregnated her with genetically engineered twins. When she gives birth, they're taken from her. She has no recollection of this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is uh, this is the, that's the storyline. Man, that's uh, that's intense, oh, man. Vic, me, Vic, me too, Stefano. Victor, <laughs> Victor shows up. Victor is a big name. Yeah, I remember my mom watching these like on summer vacation, like back in the day. Yeah, and like I'd be in the room, and you would get sucked into. Stories, just for like the hour. It'd be like the the, the dramatic music, the music, like, and, just, like, and the storylines were so ridiculous that you'd be like, "What?" And, and you couldn't, you couldn't help but like become invested. Like, wow. Yeah, I haven't watched a soap in, I mean, decades, oh my god, decades. years. Sammy, Since I was probably a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sammy schemed with Lucas. You know something about watching it. It felt like, like you knew it was kind of trashy, and you knew like it was mostly like a women thing, but like yeah. it felt like you're watching an adult show. Like, all right, this is what like, <laughs> adults watch. These are adults. This is what life's gonna be like. <laughs> Sammy schemed with Lucas Roberts to break up her sister Carrie and his half brother Austin. Sammy drugged Austin, and they slept together. And she tried to convince him he had fathered her child, but the truth later came out. Lucas was the father. <laughs> Carrie and Austin married. Carrie later had an affair with Mike Horton, <laughs> with whom she left town after helping him win the chief of staff position at the hospital. <laughs> what? 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 What show is this? This is Days for Our Lives. These are highlights from the nineties. Oh man! Stefano's other schemes involved holding Marlena in a golden cage in the catacombs of Paris. She escaped with John. And he also played a role when Kristen faked being pregnant with John's baby. She'd actually miscarried and trying to pass off Susan Banks' child as hers and John's. <laughs> Man, and, I, I how did the how did like the soap operas come about? I mean, they had to fill the time. They had to fill the time. I know, but I mean, just like this, that that subject matter. Like, let's just get you know throw ridiculous shit at people. People are, you know, people are uh, right. attracted to drama. They just love the. I think they were just trying to put out there what they thought housewives would like. Yeah, I guess. 
That's what it was watching, you know, retirees and how retirees and housewives. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, don't forget the retirees. They're big fans. Let's not discount them. You know, right, because you, know you, th- you take prices right into like yeah into yeah. the soap operas, which is nice. Yeah. Give them some. Give them something to talk about at early dinner. You know, see what Sammy did today. Oh, yeah, I've had enough of that one. You know. Yeah, well, Lucas isn't innocent in all this. We'll just say that. <laughs> I think Victor was the one guy who could get away with murder, and everybody still liked him because he was like this older, handsome dude. He had a mustache. I think so. I, I want to say he had gray hair, but I don't know if that was always or later. Yeah, yeah, that's the show. <laughs> that's that's the show. I know Luke, Luke and Laura. That was General Hospital, right? That was a huge deal. Which that was, was the, the wedding? Was I don't know, man. I don't know what happened at the wedding. Susan Lucci's. I want to know what happened at the wedding. I think it was just. The, I think it was just the wedding. That's how crazy it was. The whole show was just the wedding. No, I mean like. They got it wasn't like any anything like drama happened, but it was they had the wedding and like people tuned in like it was a real event. <laughs> like it was like it was a fucking royal wedding. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a huge deal that way. Nothing happened. I've never seen an episode like I've seen Days of Our Lives. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of the General Hospital, but I know Luke and Laura and I know the wedding. That's how big wow. it is. You don't ever have to have seen the show. I can't believe nothing happened. I could be wrong. Who knows? But I, I think it was just a normal wedding. <laughs> That's pretty bad TV by my standards. Yeah. It was an hour-long show in, in 1981. 30 million viewers. Oh Highest rated God. hour in American soap opera history. My God. Oh, that is not a couple made in heaven. Oh, this guy's hair is brutal. All right. Well, we're under we're under a minute, so we got to cut it off. So thanks, everybody, for spending the time with us here at Sunday Poor. Unless you want to come back and talk soaps, let me know. We'll talk to you next week on the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll put the soap uh, talk off for another week, do a little <laughs> research, learn more about this Stefano character. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, and uh, – Check in on you next week. Peace. Peace.